everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Hades just released out of early access. Uh, got its version on the Switch, which Doug has been playing. Yep. I have not touched this, but mm-hmm. it is from one of my favorite developers. I love every game they've made, Supergiant Games. However, I have not touched this yet because yep. it is in my least favorite genre of game. Sure. The roguelike genre where you just have to play the game 150,000 times and enjoy yourself that whole time. So, <laughs> sure. What I really yeah. want right now is for Doug to try and convince me to play this game because every time I hear something about it, I want to play it, but I just keep having that thought in the back of my mind of, I'm going to hate this. I'm going to hate this. I'm going to hate this. I I think you're going to hate this. And I think <laughs> I have to bring up. I, I think it's a bad way to convince you, but it has some aspects from Slay the Spire that I, I think, do like Slay the Spire. Yeah, no, I know. And that's why I'm trying to think like maybe, maybe we can actually like kind of finagle our way and see like what you might have liked <laughs> about Slay the Spire. And maybe if that actually does uh, satiate that. Um, well, well, let's start with this. So the thing with Supergiant, Transistor, Bastion, Pyre, yeah. they all tell really cool stories in yes. really unique ways. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I kind of want to start there because I know the basic story is you trying to escape hell over and over and over again. Yes. So... Is the story and I'm, is the story well done in that super giant way where you just have these awesome characters, this awesome world building, this everything is super unique. Is that all there? I, well, I never got. I, I don't like super giant games at all, so I never got further that far further enough into one of them besides <laughs> this one. Um, I so I guess, I guess the way like how the storytelling works is like okay, first of all, like I guess because I I can't re- I can't talk about like other super giant games. Yeah. the characters are amazing. The plot yeah. is interesting. Um. The thing, the thing that you may or may not like, though, is everything regarding the storytelling, including the characters and that sort of thing, is all the whole game is like built around being a roguelite. So yeah. the story works really, really well for being a roguelike. How you intro, how the characters are introduced works really well for a roguelike. How you interact with characters, it's all related to um, being kind of surrounded by a roguelike, and it's kind of cool. Um, I think the thing, and maybe I don't know, it's like a super giant thing or whatever in general it's like every character knows that you're trying to escape hell including hades mm-hmm. who doesn't and and then characters have like a different perspective on you escaping hell like um so basically how how the how the story works is that you start and you're trying to escape hell and you don't know why and then you die in your first run at yeah. some point you're just not going to make it very far um and then you wake up back in hades court which is essentially it's kind of like your hub Let's say like your okay. starting point yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, uh, which is run by Hades. And Hades is super pissed off that you're trying to leave. And <laughs> like he but he's there all the time. So you can go and talk to him. Like he'll he'll be like happy that you like died this time. And he's he's usually pissed off at you though, because you keep killing people like in his dominion and keep breaking shit. Um That's cool. Yep. That sounds it, like super giant. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you keep returning to the same place. Um since you're this you are the son of Hades. Um, so he can't just like kill you. <laughs> it's like you are his son. Um, mm-hmm. but it's got that cool, like kind of Greek mythos son sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like weird baggage associated with like sons and daughters in, in this. Um, so like Hades hates your guts. Um, Cerberus <laughs> is like your pet dog. So that's cool. Yeah. So Cerberus is like not a mean, evil, de- like horrible thing. It's like the dog that sits by and you can pet him and like you can feed him and that sort of thing. Um, but there's like a bunch of other sort of mythological characters in there who all have different jobs within Hades dominion. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, like Achilles is there and Achilles trained you to fight. 
and yeah. and like Achilles is like quietly rooting for you. There's another <laughs> character named Nyx who is kind of like your mother character, and there's like too much spoilery stuff about her. Yeah, and her, and her yeah, and her role. Um, but there's like some hints that she may be helping you, or like she's like trying to help you along. But then there's other characters who work for Hades who are trying to stop you from doing this, um, including boss characters that you can just meet. Um, like in your little like hub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they're annoyed that you keep trying to escape because currently it's now their job. Like, they were off doing other things, and now it's their job to kill you, <laughs> and they don't like that. <laughs> um, That's so cool. It is super cool. So, like, the whole story, and every time you die, you return back to this Hades hub, and mm-hmm. literally every time, I think I've gone through 50 run-throughs, literally every time there's new unique dialogue for the five or yep. six characters who hang around there. Yeah, um, yeah. And then... There's there's a guy who comments on like literally every character or way you can die in the game. There's a guy who comments on it. Um, so, so yeah, uh, so it's really taking a lot of things storytelling wise from different things because there's things you're saying that work with Pyre where it's like okay, you can talk to like all like six dozen of these people mm-hmm. and everyone's has something different. And then you've got that narrator from Bastion who kind of comments and has like the meta commentary on what's going on. So mm-hmm. it definitely sounds like it fits into all of the other games that they've made. Yeah, and like the thing that's kind of cool is like that's that's all like so, and that's just that's just not even the, the gameplay aspects. Yeah, like there's a whole other st- like once we actually start talking about gameplay a little bit, there's a whole other storytelling aspect with like a whole other group of characters as well that I haven't like talked about at all. Um, that also kind of plays in the story, and they're kind of they're kind of more side charactery, but they all have their own opinions on what's going on too. But it is kind of cool because of this die repeat, die repeat, die repeat. They just made all of your interactions work with that. So sometimes like. When I died on a boss that I never fought before, like I'm yeah. kind of excited going back and trying to figure out what other people have to say about this. <laughs> yeah, because you get that conversation, you get the idea of how that's moving the story forward, how that's interacting with every other piece that's going on in this cool world that they've built. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So the world is like insane. The art direction is absolutely insane. All of the characters look awesome. Like just yep. everybody just looks super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as you go through, you said 50 runs. Yeah. So again, yeah. Most of the time when I play these games, I make it to three, and then I'm, sure. like, I'm done. I did it three times. I'm done. How? Because if I'm from what I've heard, you beat it once, right? And yeah. then you have to beat it like ten, fifteen more times or something to get like the quote unquote true ending. Yeah, kind of. So I mean, like storytelling wise, it it kind of crescendos to you getting out. Yep. Um. And then obviously like, so I did it on like, say my 20th, 25th, 30th. I don't remember which run I did it on, but I did do it. I get out. Um, and then it, the story gives you like a pretty satisfying ending, but then it kind of gives you like a little bit of, um, Hey, a, get back in there type thing. Yeah. I get back in there and there's like, and they have a they have very good reason for it. And it, I think that's because I knew this was one of those games. Um, I feel like sometimes those games have like a really bad reason for you going back and doing it again. Almost um, always. Yeah, but this one, like, I was, I was actually like kind of worried about it because, like, you know what? I know I'm gonna get to the end, and I know they're gonna have like some stupid reason for me to get back in the into hell and all this other stuff and keep going. But like, the reason they give you is so good, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, ah, shit. And then it's like, so I, I'm kind of there. But what happens is like the whole story crescendos to that point, that okay. first time you beat it, yeah. and it's like awesome and then i'm just kind of like slowly it kind of flatlined for me after that so i've been kind okay. of stuck in this end game area for a while just kind of like all right i 
but the thing is like the interactions keep going <laughs> like it can still talk to people they still have unique dialogue it is insane how much unique dialogue is this like i still i don't think i've seen in the main hades hub area anybody ever repeat anything ever it is insane Jeez. so afterwards you're still it's not one of those things where because i feel like sometimes you get to that those games where after you beat it it's essentially just oh do it again we're not gonna add anything new until no. you get to like you did it 10 more times okay now you get this last three minute cut scene cool yay congrats it's still flowing through that same story. So you said it crescendos. Yeah. But then does it, I guess, does it have like a second crescendo or is it just like, kind of, you said and it flat, feels like, right. like, is it just boring? No, I, I see. That's the thing. I'm not quite sure because it, it's funny. Cause we're just talking about the storytelling and stuff like that. It's like the gameplay is still so good. Like mm-hmm. I'm still playing it. Like that gameplay is still so good that like, I'm okay with kind of like, okay, I need to get whatever the true ending is sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like, you can, you can kind of burn it down to like, okay, well I beat the game. I can put it down and you could, um, but the game is just hard to put down. Like the gameplay is like so, 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 so fun. It is like, um, I can't even, it is such a good action game. It had, and it does like everything I really love about like, like good action combat. Like when you dash, mm-hmm. you have invincibility frames. So you dash at like really insane situations. Yeah. Um, you're, you're um, when I was first playing the game, there were some attacks that were so powerful. I thought that you had to like recharge them or you're spending currency to use them, but it was just your basic attack. Um, <laughs> And and the games like so like I guess again the like the roguelike stuff maybe the stuff that you probably wouldn't enjoy too much, um, I think the things that I that I like with like with certain um, uh, roguelites is that one where you feel like you have more control of what's going on and how you're building your character. So that's why I was kind of thinking about like why you might like this and maybe one of the things that I liked about Slay the Spire is that it kind of felt like I was building my own deck at like okay. all points. Because it's like, here's five cards to choose from. It's like, okay, well, I'm actually actively making that choice. I'm not just getting a random card and slay the spire. So how much randomization is there in this? Because obviously you're doing the same few areas over and over again. You're playing the same game over and over again. How much of it is randomized? How much? Because that's that's my other issue with these games in the genre a lot is I feel like a lot of it sometimes is just random and you'll play through it once. You go, oh, that was cool. I enjoyed that. The next time you'll make it two minutes and go, well... The game decided I wasn't going to do it that time, so I guess I just wasted my time because the game said, screw you. So here's where it gets complicated and weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole other story aspect of the game. Um, so there's these things called... So when you start the game, it's like, okay, basic action combat. You're attacking. You have special moves. You have yep, a yep. bunch of different weapons you get, which is great. Um, the randomization aspect comes in with how you're powering up your weapon over the course of a run. And how you're doing this is you're buying the favor of the gods... So okay. every time you beat a room, uh, you're given something. You're given like some sort of gem or you're something that can like level you up. Your character like actually levels up throughout. So you're not like you're not starting over from ground zero every time. You're mm-hmm. actually like building your character up, like getting different skills and that sort of thing. So you're becoming your characters yeah. become more powerful. Um, or you get these things called boon that help you with like in your individual run, where it's basically there's like a symbol of a certain god. So like Aphrodite has a heart, Zeus has a lightning bolt, Poseidon has a trident. Yep. And then when you pick up that boon, um, there's a cool story aspect that's usually tied to it. So like the the god will actually talk directly to you. So mm-hmm. if you pick up a, a, a boon from Zeus, and it's interesting when you first pick up the boons, you're actually like being introduced to that god to the first time. So there's some kind of cool stuff. But now I'm oh, so nice. further. Huh? And keep going. Yeah, yeah. So, but now I'm so far, so far now that like I know the gods well enough at this point, 
And now you actually are starting to learn about how they interact together. Because let's say I picked up a Zeus power-up, but then later yeah. I picked up a Poseidon power-up. Mm-hmm. Poseidon recognizes that you have a Zeus power-up and then will comment on it and depends on his relationship with Zeus. Um, That's cool. It is super cool. And so when I when I pick up, say like I pick up a God's Favor, so like let's say I picked up Poseidon, I get like three or four options to play with, with Poseidon. Mm-hmm. And so Poseidon's, his general thing is what he, what his general attacks do is that when you shoot something or you dash into something, they kind of like pushes enemies away. Okay. So the first time you pick up Poseidon Boon, you can choose like, do I want my dash to push people away? Do I want my attack to push people away? What do I want to do? And then you can kind of focus. So, okay, now I've picked up Poseidon 1. It pushes people away. Is there another boon from a different god that could actually help, like, add on to that that will be really helpful? Or do I need to invest more into Poseidon boons, which will also help with that? So you're you're actually kind of... You're, the boons, the, like, the gods you meet are random, but... If you, as you learn how to play the game, you know which god you should be going with. So, um, gotcha. Yes. And like when you finish a chamber, it'll give you like two or three doors and actually tell you what the reward is in that door. So, okay. And it will actually tell you which god, too. So, so there's, so it kind of almost like it's random in the sense of you don't necessarily know which one of those you're going to get, but it's giving you hints about what direction this is going to take you so you can kind of level up in the way you want. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, because I guess you referenced Slay the Spire earlier, and I guess in my mind, that's what I keep thinking back to is like, you can build your deck however you want to. You're going to get those five random cards, but they're going to be from like three different areas. So you kind of, okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And like, I think the thing that I, the thing I really, really like love about roguelikes just to be like, just in general, it's a lot of like exploration. So it's like, I don't know if this, like, especially you think about Slay the Spire, because I I just keep going back to that because I know it's one you liked and played. (laughs) <laughs> it's like I don't really know how this card works. Like I'm gonna try and mess with it, and all of a sudden, like yeah. there's like a click moment. It's like, oh, that's how that card works. There it works. is. Yeah, yeah. So it has that with like seven different gods. So you're like, okay, why is okay Zeus like? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what the hell would this even be like potentially used for? And you're like, oh, actually, yep. in combination with this other with this boon, other, yeah. or yeah, it's that's super so fun. Cool. <laughs> so I guess um, back to my back to where we started here. Does this, is this so good that I should try it? You know my feelings about this genre, but everything you said since we started, if you take out the word roguelite, is awesome. What's the thing you don't like? Because this game, this game, I think does a really good job of like taking things that people don't like about the roguelite genre and then sort of like fixing them. Okay. My two biggest complaints are one the randomization and the feeling that the game just said, screw you for this run. You're not going to make it. We know that tough shit play for the next five minutes. Um, okay. I'll say like, I'll say in that regard, there's, there are definitely like runs that like that, that still does happen, but because you have so much choice, it like, I would say rarely rare. I mean, of the 50 runs I did, let's say like a handful of them, I would say, yeah, that's, that's true. But I think, um, I would say in general, I, I rarely, rarely felt screwed over compared to other games I've played. Like, there's definitely other okay. games I've played, like Binding of Isaac or like Gungeon, yes. where I'm just like, there yes. is no, there is no <laughs> way I could have done that with this sort of thing. But like, like Slay the Spire, like sometimes, like I know you like that one. So yeah. Slay the Spire. <laughs> so sometimes you get screwed in Slay the Spire, but most of the time yeah. it feels like it was your choice sort of thing that got you there. See, and and that's what I'm okay with. If it's my choice that screwed me over. I can be okay with that. It's when it's like, oh, the game just put in four level eight enemies in room one. Ha 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 
No, but there's definitely certain dungeons that will be like way harder or way easier. It, and it's not because your boons are more or less powerful. It just depends which ones you have. So okay. if you have like, if you, if you chose a deflect b- boon, an area that has a lot of people shooting at you is actually be a lot easier than yeah. if you had no deflect boons and you actually have to dodge all those bullets sort of thing. Okay. So, okay. And then my second issue is just, I feel like I rarely make it past like three to four runs because I'm just sick of doing the same thing over yeah. and over again and not feeling like anything's progressed. I hate that feeling of like, mm-hmm. I just wasted a half hour on two runs and I, I'm no better off than I was a half hour ago. Okay. So there's, there's two ways the game kind of fixes that. So there, there is like abilities that you get that like kind of build your character. Like I was slang, saying slow, slowly over time. So my character now is way more powerful than they were when I started the game. Yeah. Um, yep. The other thing is that if you die like on a new boss, cause you just will, <laughs> you'll just like, of course, you'll yeah. like struggle and struggle and struggle. And then all of a sudden you'll hit a boss room. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then when you, when you return back to Hades, everybody has a new thing to say about that. Or maybe you've unlocked a new weapon because you even got to that boss. Or okay. maybe it's opened up a new thing just and like sometimes like the story will progress because you've died at that boss. So it does a lot. It doesn't just like pretend it didn't happen. Everybody gotcha. reacts yep. in like kind of an interesting way depending on where you die. But there are definitely points like and like I don't want to like completely satiate you because there's definitely points where it's like I kept dying at this one boss. Yeah. Until I figured out how that one boss worked. And that one boss was like 20 minutes into the run. So there was, so this you had feel- to do that 20 minute run three times in order to be able to pass that boss. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm not going to pretend like that doesn't happen, but I would say like on your return to that 20, like, like through that 20 minutes, you may have been trying out a new boon. So like, mm-hmm. okay, on this run, it's like, maybe my run isn't just to get to that boss. Maybe I run is to understand how Poseidon boons work um, gotcha. or how whatever boons work. Um, so I would say it's not like, um, like I'd say Splunky is probably the most brutal one where it's just like, we just, nothing happened. You did, you did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one does a lot to like sort of, um, placate that. And that's the thing. It's like, I would, the gameplay itself is so, so good. Like even compared to Gungeon and like Binding of Isaac and all these ones, which I think are pretty tight gameplay. Like this is just like another level. Like it's just so, so good. Like I would, I'm not going to compare it to Devil May Cry. It's obviously simpler <laughs> than that, but yeah. it's like. Um, I try to think. Of, I don't think there's even like a thing to compare compare it to, but it just feels really, really good to play. So it's like, I would just, I think the gameplay like holds it enough, and mm-hmm. I think especially up to that beating, yeah, beating the game at the, um, the first time, yeah, feels really, really good. Um, but then I, I would just, yeah. So I, I mean, it's, it's it has those aspects. It's a roguelike. I can't pretend like it's not a roguelike. Well, no, and, and again, and that's why I'm saying like, is it good enough that it's worth? that I'd be able to overlook those things that I don't like. I, guess I, don't, and, and, I don't know, but to me it's like 20 bucks and it's like, it's just yeah, 20 and that's, and that's, and that's again, the price points make me go like, I might as well give it a shot and just yeah, okay, <laughs> go like, for it. Let me think of like other games I recommended to you, like hollow Knight. Like that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> yep. Didn't like that one. Yeah. I would say, I would say it's, um, it's interesting enough. Like I, I seriously doubt you would, you would do anything past finishing the game. Um, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think I enjoyed my time doing that. So it's it's a little hmm. hard too. So it's pretty hard. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I knows? enjoyed it a lot. I, I I'd be hard pressed to like just immediately say I just like take a look at some videos. The the game is so slick and like the art style is insane. The oh, storytelling yeah. is super fun. The game is just so it's just like it feels so so good to play. Um, but it's designed to be a little frustrating. But it does a lot of like a lot of stuff. Of that. 
yeah, a lot of stuff to like help you get through the frustrating aspects of roguelites. Nice. Well, we'll find out, but maybe I'll give it a shot. But we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later.